There you go. Welcome back. Living the Good Life Show live in Los Angeles. Heard coast to coast. That's my man, Mark Roberge from the great band OAR. Probably playing in our upcoming November event out here in Los Angeles on this beautiful, beautiful Sunday morning. Anyhow, on the line, we've got him back with us, Dr. Jeffrey Barkey out of uh, Newport Beach, California. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Good to have you back with us, and I uh, wanted to kind of dig deep a little bit here and see where we all stand these days. I mean, certainly um, you are way more uh, advanced when it comes to uh, what's happening right now, uh, as, far, as far as you know what the CDC is, uh, you know, spewing out there these days. What, what's the latest uh, on uh, the whole uh, pandemic? Where are we? Well, you know, to be honest with you, I'm really not more advanced. I'm just using common sense and critical thinking yeah. uh, to, to look at this situation. Where we are now is that the numbers continue to plummet. Yep. Uh, less deaths, less cases, uh, more businesses opening, uh, et cetera. But interestingly, a government body that has no uh, authority is now allowing uh, people that are renting that can't pay their rent to not be evicted again. And this is being challenged, but it just makes no sense to me that the Centers for Disease Control can pass such a regulation to prevent private property owners from uh, evicting people that haven't paid rent in months and months and months. Yeah. Uh, so that doesn't make sense to me. But all things COVID are looking positive from the science standpoint, mm -hmm. but certainly not from the messaging from various government bodies unfortunately you know i've noticed uh ever since and uh, you know we're one of the last uh, as far as states to open up to uh, an extent that at least is somewhat giving us some freedom back but uh here in california i've even noticed going out and about and um you know i'm not really a big mask guy um, and it's almost like I'm, I'm getting some sense of my freedom back. It's sad to say, but that's what it is. And I'm walking into stores or wherever I'm going, no mask, but I still see people wearing masks. Wouldn't be surprised if these are people who also got a vaccine and yet still wearing a mask. What's your opinion on that? Well, I agree with you. You know, I was, I was at Target yesterday. Uh, doing some shopping for the family. Yep. And I ran into a good friend of mine who's a school teacher who announced on Facebook that she got vaccinated. And there she was walking through Target with a mask on, <laughs> no longer required or enforced by Target. And I asked her, why do you have a mask on? I know you were vaccinated, not to mention that even unvaccinated wearing a mask makes no sense yep. from a scientific standpoint. And she just shrugged her shoulders and said, well, I'm just kind of used to it. And I think it makes people feel more comfortable. Uh, well, you know, that doesn't work for me anymore. I'm tired of the government telling us what we what we must do, especially when those mandates are not based on science. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's it's odd because it's almost like a sense of, you know, like a hard push from the government, whether it's state or federal or 
you know, just here in your in your local community or city. But it just seems like, you know, what they're trying to say or they're storytellers, you know, like they're just all about you got to do this. This is the right thing to do. Um, And sometimes it's just a matter of that and not really behind. There's no science behind it, which is a little frustrating. Well, absolutely. Go ahead. And the government agencies are perpetuating this narrative, and especially now they're coming after our children. And there is zero scientific reason to vaccinate children and young people. As a matter of fact, I would argue, and I've got the science to back me up, that the risks outweigh the benefits in vaccinating a young person, especially children. Um, They don't need it because they are at little, if any, risk of COVID-19. Uh, We prevent them from developing natural, long-lasting, broad-based immunity, and we subject them to the very real risk associated with the vaccine. The CDC themselves just came out after studying it and said, indeed, there's a relationship between young men getting the vaccination and myocarditis. In Israel, where they had a mass vaccination campaign of the entire population, they discovered a 25 times increased risk over the natural course of things of myocarditis uh, in young people. And so there is absolutely no scientific reason to be vaccinating children or young people. When you say carditis, and, you know, uh, for those who are listening right now and maybe not be you know, reading up on uh, the latest news, I did notice some articles on what you're talking about here. But talk a little bit about what that is and, what you know, how it does affect uh, children. Yeah, myocarditis is just a fancy name that means inflammation of the heart muscle. So we know the spike protein, that is the, um, that is the uh, protein that the vaccination uh, forces our body to create. It is also the source of the problems when somebody gets infected naturally. It's the spike protein that is toxic and inflammatory. So you give somebody a messenger RNA vaccine, it forces your own body to create this spike protein. Uh, The spike protein is toxic. Uh, This toxic spike protein then creates inflammation. And in some people, that inflammation can include the heart. And that's what we call myocarditis. And so it's it's dangerous and not worth it to be vaccinating children and young people. It makes no sense whatsoever. We subject them to all the risk of the vaccine with just about zero benefit. Mm-hmm. So it makes no sense, but yet that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. There's a lawsuit up in Los Angeles, Los Angeles Unified School District, Children's Health Defense, which is the organization headed up by Robert Kennedy Jr. And... Um, and a law firm called Tyler and Birch uh, teamed up together to file a lawsuit against the L.A. Unified School District to prevent them from mandating vaccines and testing and vaccine passports in the children. It makes no sense to do this. We need to continue to push back. And fortunately, we're seeing that pushback across the country. Yeah, uh, crazy times. I actually... Uh my my nine year old, soon to be ten, is um, a very active athlete, and he's playing flag football right now. And unfortunately, I had uh, noticed that uh, a kid who he was playing against, yeah, uh, maybe a week ago or so, 
um, was positive. And so we got like 60 kids, let's say, uh, combined, you know, household with family, you know, parents and all this having to get tested now before the weekend game. And, you know, I had to, I mean, it's just, it's, it's craziness of how it affects everyone in their everyday lives, having to go do this now. Um, and, and forget about the expense, but now, you know, I was at urgent care getting him a, a PCR test and uh, a, a woman came in and said, don't worry, he's vaccinated. He just needs to get a test. And I'm thinking to myself, what is going on? He's only 16 years old. The woman behind the counter is like, he's 18, right? And I'm like, no, she's like, no, no, he's 16. And I just, um, I didn't know what, I just kind of, uh, you know, ignored it, but this is where we are. You know, this is what's going on. And, you know, look at, I, I am here to just bring knowledge, whether you do it, you know, whether you go the you know left side or right side, whatever it might be, you know, this, I'm trying to get knowledge and information out there for people to spread the awareness of, of obviously, you know, benefits, uh, as opposed to, you know, doing something that maybe not benefits uh, you. But here's a, a couple more questions before you have to go. We talked about where we are today from day one. You know, you talked about numbers completely plummeting, going down. Isn't the human body kind of built or created to fight disease? I mean, I know there's crazy diseases out there, um, and I don't want to get into cancer and so forth because we've got some great medicine and practices. But when it comes to, like, flus or colds or viruses, whatever it might be, and, of course, possibly, you know, this, this particular virus uh, that we're talking about, we are who we are. The human body fights this kind of stuff. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. We've got God-given, very powerful immune systems, but unfortunately, we have not at all spoken about this during the pandemic. Yeah. Had we done this, I think we could have prevented a lot of deaths. We never talked about the importance of vitamin D. Mm -hmm. We never talked about the importance of other supplements, about taking care of underlying comorbid conditions. You know, the CDC's own statistics show that 94%, 94% of all deaths occurred with significant underlying comorbid conditions. Hmm. And only 6% were COVID deaths as a result of only COVID. And so had we, had we talked to patients about that and told them to take better care of themselves, take vitamin D, et cetera, mm -hmm. had we made available repurposed medication for the early intervention, such as hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and other medications, um, I think we could have saved uh, hundreds of thousands of deaths yeah. as a result of COVID-19, but we didn't do that. It was all about the vaccine right from the beginning. Uh, I saw a very cool video of Dr. Simone, who's your colleague, of course, and dear friend, uh, America's Frontline Doctors, and she mentioned, uh, you know, coronavirus is nothing new. And what did she mean by that? I mean, like, I guess coronavirus has been around for a long time. A coronavirus has been around for, you know, I don't know how many years, but yeah. a ton of years. It's one of the most common causes of common cold. As a matter of fact, long before COVID, we had a test. We have a test in our office where we can check for several different types of coronavirus uh, to try to distinguish in a patient, is their symptoms a result of a common cold or is it a bacterial infection? So coronavirus has been around for a long time. And even Anthony Fauci has published papers in the past showing the benefits of hydroxychloroquine against coronavirus. Yet all of a sudden, when studies are being published and many of us are 
advocating for hydroxychloroquine Mm -hmm. for the early intervention of uh, COVID-19, the disease caused by the new coronavirus, suddenly were called quacks and called crazy, and uh, all kinds of claims are made, and it's just ridiculous. So had we told the truth about the science, I think we could have saved hundreds of thousands of deaths, maybe millions across the world. Last but not least, um, for those listening all over the country to our network right now, um, you know, what what should someone do with the first symptoms of what they might think could be, let's say, COVID-19, although maybe most likely it's not, a, you know, you, I had a summer cold just a couple weeks ago um, and didn't freak out. Um, you know, but it finally went away. Um, but you know, first symptoms, what does someone do out there? What do you recommend? Well, that's a great question. And even before you have first symptoms to alleviate your fear that if you get coronavirus, you'll be out there on your own with nothing to do. I would call your own doctor, your local doctor and ask if that doctor is comfortable prescribing ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine if you come down with COVID-19. If the answer is no, then move along. Talk to your friends and family and see if they have a doctor that knows how to treat COVID-19. If not, you can go on either my website, rx4liberty, rx4forliberty, or America's Frontline Doctors, Mm -hmm. and there's a link to a national network of telemedicine docs that know how to treat this. I would get connected to one of them before you need it. That way, if you were to come down with symptoms, you can get tested. There's so many different testing sites. And then if positive, you've got a phone call you can make to get immediate help. The trick to to treating Mm COVID-19, it's easy to treat. It's really simple. The trick, though, is you've got to treat it early. If you treat it within the first few days of symptoms onset, the outcome is much better. And that's the same with any disease, diabetes, asthma, heart disease, hypertension, high cholesterol, on and on and on and on. Treat early during the early stages, and the outcome is much better. And that's no different with uh, COVID-19. Real quickly, what about uh, some of the physicians out there who say hydroxychloroquine is 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 so safe that actually you could take it, you know, daily. What's that about? Um, it's true. So listen, millions of people take hydroxychloroquine daily. Mm-hmm. It's the most common treatment for uh, rheumatoid arthritis, systemic lupus, and other autoimmune diseases. Okay. Those diseases are treated with hydroxychloroquine in very similar doses that we use for COVID-19. Only with COVID-19, we're only treating for about five days or a week right. versus being on it every single day. Hydroxychloroquine has been around for 65 years. It's got a proven safety record. It would be hard to harm somebody with hydroxychloroquine if you wanted to. It's safe. Mm-hmm. It's effective and inexpensive. I love it. You are the man. We appreciate the relationship. And last but not least, before we go to break, what you've got a great book out. I want people to know all about it. Yep. You can find it on my website, rxforliberty.com or on Amazon. And it's called COVID-19, a physician's take on the exaggerated fear of coronavirus. And it's a series of essays about this pandemic uh, that hopefully you'll find both entertaining and uh, and useful to help you get through this. Don't live your life in fear. Get the information to put your mind at rest. 
uh, and don't be fearful of COVID-19. Just make sure you have somebody that knows how to treat it mm-hmm. and get treated early if you come down with symptoms. Thanks for your time, Doc. We'll talk real soon and uh, have a good rest of your weekend. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. There you go. Dr. Jeffrey Barkey out of Newport Beach, California. Truly one of the greatest. And here, that's what we're here to do. You know, we're not telling you to do one thing or another. We're just trying to get information out to everyone listening, trying to get that fear to go away. You know, the more information we all get, I think we'll all feel a lot better. Anyways, we got more to talk, and we're going to switch it up, get back into some sports. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.